everybody, and welcome back to Jace Bellerin Must Die, or Road Medusa Must Get Caught. I, I'm so excited Why? to see how you talk your way out of this. Why throw that out there in the I universe? Just, Why do you gotta put that out there? So I was thinking about this during the break, and what an awesome, like, role-playing game situation this is, because the characters all know so much more stuff than, than the, or the inverse. The players know way more stuff than the characters do. So it's going to be a fun game of navigating that like, okay, what do we know versus what does Winnegar and Tag and Torgor know? So the group of you, uh, you've, you've arrived back at the host in the shell, come around the corner and you see Road really just tacking it up, eating a cake, hanging out, listening to music. Uh, so what do you do? What happens now? Road! Hey, what do you, how, where, how, what the? How did you beat us here? Bro, we I found the dead guy. You want to see his teeth? Yes. Are they interesting or are they just teeth? They're just Ta teeth. Oh, they're just teeth. Wait, Which one's so your favorite? Which is you your favorite? You didn't know that Rosdoff died? Wisdom tooth. Wisdom tooth is really good. Wisdom tooth is probably the best. I have some cake here. Do you want to eat some of it? Tackle in the middle of it yeah just straight from the center mm -hmm. the traditional way one eats a cake uh i hate to interrupt the cake fest but where's my cart i knew you would bring this up um <laughs> this is so you <laughs> about that <laughs> i knew that you would get upset about that thing that you own that i borrowed and left on the side of the road it was an a it was an appliance to murder and I needed to get rid of it so I got rid of it you can scrub evidence away what wait what do you mean you got rid of it where's the just, body yeah where's the body we got oh my you arms. think you've never hidden a body before you just got rid of a wheelbarrow my arms got so tired I just kind of <laughs> I dropped it off at a friend's house it's fine are you um, fucking kidding me? Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I want to make an insight check on that. I really. So here's the thing: is that that technically Road isn't lying. It's not uh, Road isn't being deceptive. You can make an insight check if you want to. Um, Are they friends though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that would be a lot. It's her only friend. Yeah, in so much as in so much as Road is able to be friends with anyone. Um, okay. But make, make that insight. Make that insight check. I got a Go minus two, y'all. Fucking cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an insight check too. Okay. Insight me, cowards. Oh, thank oh no. Some some certainly Winnegar, your your uh, your your suspicion is founded. Something weird is going on. Again, Tor it's always Winnegar. I'm so right. And Torgor. Winnegar. Yeah. Yeah. So so you gotta you gotta. There's a twenty and a seven on the board. Uh, okay. So yeah. Torgor, you. Again, it's just like before. You probably assume like, oh, yeah, Road has it. Like, I'll, I'll let you decide, but there's no reason to suspect yeah. uh, uh, Road of anything. But Winnegar, you feel that some in the back of your brain, like, this isn't right. Oh, okay. So you probably, what, like a Simic friend that just like. Yeah, it's it, like that body is now shark bait. It's fine. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I guess it'll make it easier when they're not trying to t track down a body because there's no body left. Yeah, I just, I wasn't going to go that far. My arms were so tired. When did your arms get tired? Pretty How much immediately. Down? I'm so weak. <laughs> I just, it just wasn't going to happen. 
You do have noodle so wait, arms. Thank you. Have you. A, a simic friend in the Azorius district? Friend. <laughs> oh my god, Chad. She left it with a chum. Oh god. Objection! Road has no friends. Um, it's true, hey, Your oh, Honor. This have... man has no dick. <laughs> Wait, what does your what does your friend do? That that it's getting rid of bodies. Guess it's feeding. What do you think we feed the many many creatures in the Simic? Yeah, in the Simic Combine, we don't call them bodies. They are failed experiments. <laughs> oh, so they're like the feeder person that feeds animals. I thought you said theater person for a second, and I was going to say, yes, exactly that. <laughs> I, um, heard, I heard feeder, but my brain went a different direction. You know, we could have fed this guy to your friend the whole time. We didn't have to go to a, some weird alley and watch a dude be crucified. We walked for what? hours. It was so how, far away. Who was crucified? Adam, how, how close who was would crucified? this simic location be? You don't need to ask where... questions. Who was crucified? <laughs> <laughs> so... So it's it's not I think it's probably most likely that uh that Road would have had to go to a Zonot, and the nearest Zonot is over here in Precinct 5. Uh not not any really anywhere near where you are, right? So let me let me well Indiana Jones this a little bit. So I believe uh I believe that you were down like kind of in this vicinity somewhere. And uh up here more or less was where the body was supposed to be delivered originally. So while the group of you went up this way for road to deliver the body to the uh, Simic would have to go all the way over here. Way right? further. And then there's back... more than one zone. Right. So oh, there's no. only one, there's only one zone out in this, in this region, but it's oh, not no. like that's the only place you could go to, right? Like the Simic yeah. are elsewhere. So you could have dropped one off at someone's private lab. Um, but that's also, yeah. But but consider that even if that's the case, even if she went to the to the zone out, if she went directly there instead, there is a chance that things could time out. Like that that actually does make sense, Winnegar, that it, it could be that she went to the zone out and then south. Because if you look, it's kind of on the way, right? So if this is if this is Rhodes' imaginary path. If Rhoda is telling you that she went to the Zonot first, this is what it would look like, right? It'd be like this, and then from here down. And then for you as a group, you would have gone up here first, realize he wasn't there, and then come back. So it's not too much further. I like I think I think yeah. time wise it kinda lines up. But uh, like she she would have lessened her load by just dropping out the body in the alley like it would have been way easier like she was already going the wrong direction from the jump then like she would have had to decide within the first block yes yeah and that's and that's what i think that's what road is trying to say is that like i got a block away and i was like this is tired i'm gonna go dump him in a hole somewhere but it would still be way further than if she would have just gone to the alley because but the, the way down to the Zonot is pretty much all downhill, whereas <laughs> the other way was uphill. And look, there's like left, you know, and so I just, you know, downhill, you're sort of using the momentum for you. Man, this cake's real good. <laughs> yeah, do they put like honey on it? 
I guess because Winnegar's the only one, he's just going to kind of like... Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, whatever. And then like, mm-hmm. but it's still in his head. Oh, like, of course, yeah. That yeah. map does not... It keeps playing. Like, that map doesn't line up. Like, there's no way you would just <laughs> decide to take yeah. a longer path and not get rid of the thing. Plus, like... It was very important for Road to get rid of this body. Like, why would she improvise so quickly? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I love, weird. I love the idea that Winnegar's like, okay, and backs out of the room, like <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> Still, like, multiple voiceovers all playing. You know, we've got multiple voice tracks of Winnegar being like, and then she went north, and then this way, and so you're like trying to kind of like figure it all out in your head. Yeah, okay. And to try and disrupt that thought process. Yeah. Try to disrupt that thought process. Rogos. Oh, also, I found uh, a very large amount of gold uh, in that bad man's house. So I figure we'll just split it up four ways. So everybody take fifty, and I throw fifty at each person. I would like to be recompensated evenly from you for my cart. No. <laughs> what? <For> my cart. <laughs> How much did that wheelbarrow even cost you? I think it's like it was ten 15. silver. <laughs> What? It was 15 gold? I think so. No, I mean, it costed a lot because I remember Adam gave him the choice of finding an old one yeah, or yeah. some used one that wouldn't be as dependable. And yeah, he was right. like, no, I want a new one. <laughs> <laughs> a dependable car. It was supposed to last generations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Generations, Jerry. <laughs> you should talk to uh, the Rose about being compensated for your very good job, but I'm oh. not the person to take that up with. I'm I'm sorry. Who the person who doesn't exist anymore? Very much like the two of us. Oh, your girlfriend died. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my gosh. Rhodes says that, and Tack like <laughs> narrows eyes, and it's just like the Kill Bill music playing in the back of their head as they stare at Winnegar. Torvald doesn't even get mad. So nobody nobody notices this, Tag, but at the mention of a dead, dead girlfriend, yeah, Tag is like, I remember. Don't think I don't remember. 12 <laughs> episodes ago. <laughs> like everybody else is up here on this drama level, and then Tag is way up here like, oh no, we've still got unfinished business winning. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, nobody knows that Tack knows that 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 happened, right? <laughs> nobody knows that yeah. Tack invented an imaginary scenario in their mind where it made sense to kill their significant other and blame Winnegar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one justifies as the one must. Uh, good times. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick up my gold. Okay. And pocket it, look at it. Actually, because he's already suspicious, yeah. Um, in his head, he's like, "Did Road just sell the body to someone?" <laughs> like that would be the first instinct because it'd be like, "You left with a body. You didn't go where you said you were gonna go, and you came back with Money. a bunch of gold." Yeah. Yeah. Like, who did you sell this body to? That's gonna be the first thing that he's thinking in his mm-hmm, head. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. You just found a bunch of gold that you didn't mention when you were in the house, but you mentioned it as soon as we got here. You were standing awesome. right next to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you good? Uh-huh. I'm oh, I'm so sleepy right now. Um Yeah, you've got really dark circles under your eyes. Maybe you should go sleep that off. 
yeah, maybe you could have sleep. Why don't you sleep off that attitude too? Um, but I'm gonna just go to bed right now. Uh, I'll catch you guys on the flip, and then I scurry off to some room. Oh, enjoy your apartment, the one that's still standing. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, do you uh, you leave the host in the shell, or do you go and rest like here? Um, I'm gonna leave the host in the shell. Okay. Uh, I'm and find the rest of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. The rest of us are homeless. So that yeah. just struck me. Yeah. Literally, the rest of us are homeless. I... Uh, the wound is still fresh. So <laughs> yeah. I actually leave because I don't want to be in that room, and I go follow Winnegar. I do want to be in the room. It has cake. Yeah, the room has cake. Exactly. I'm gonna take notes and mute myself. Mm-hmm. So Torgor, do you are you following Winnegar in a surreptitious manner, or are you oh, like no. Winnegar? Hang on. I was like, hey, hey, um, hey, what's going on? Can I crush at your place, best friend? Oh, heck yeah! And then we walk in silence for two hours. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly <laughs> five feet apart. <laughs> just silently processing our emotions, wishing the other would just say something. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Hey, that sign's pretty weird, huh? Yeah, weird sign. Two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> just walking alone in the rain, staring at your own feet, just wishing, oh. wishing you could open up to your friend. After some time, I, I want to say, like, that was weird, right? Yeah. Why would you sell a good cart? Why would you? It, it, it like, I don't. <laughs> oh, I is don't that what Torgor's thinking? <laughs> You thinking, mm. wait, Torger, are you thinking that Road was able to upsell your cart to 200 gold? I don't, I don't understand. Cause like I was with her on the way out and she didn't have that money either. So I guess the body wouldn't be worth 250 alone. And she said she gave it to a friend. A friend wouldn't charge money for uh, a person. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think she sold the body. No. What? To to her simic buddy? I don't know. To someone. Someone bought that body though. Winter, I, I, I don't know. I don't look, why don't why don't we get some rest? And we can talk about it in the morning over some some breakfast. Um are we at my place? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're like walking up the street towards it now. Okay. Be like, uh, as I put the key in the door to open it up, I'll be like, there might be a way we can check. And mm. I'm going to place an ornithopter on the table in front of him. Yeah. So you come inside <laughs> and you close the door and you you place. Have we seen the inside of Winnegar's house before? No, we haven't. And I'm so excited. Please. I'm going to burn it down at one point, but I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'll also Carlos, bring this house down. Describe, describe to us the 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 home of Winnegar. Describe it lovingly. Yeah, what is it? Uh, what is it like? What do we see? Yeah, so uh, you walk in and it looks like pretty bare. It has like some photos and stuff that look like like they look like really good photos of friends and family, but they're obviously they came with the frames. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> He go as soon as he closes the door, he like turns this like wheel crank vice thing, mm-hmm. and uh, the walls like flip, and it's like all his tech gear and all his other <laughs> stuff like hanging out there. The 
yeah. rad. So, like, so the apartment, the apartment looks like one of those extended stay, like holiday inns by an airport or whatever. And so everything yeah. in it is super generic and like, yeah. And then you hit a button and all the walls flip over. It's like cool yeah. bat cave. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It's like Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it like blocks me off from stepping too far in. Cause then my foot would get flipped over on the ground. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. Be careful. And then, How like... much kinetic sand is in this place? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So it's yeah, mostly, it and it's mostly like experiments in progress and like things you've invented and like that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sorcery stuff. Yeah. Awesome. I want to say I have a, a, a voice, a voice thing too. That's just like, uh, welcome home, Winnegar. Thank you for turning me on. Uh, she doesn't mean it. Like, it's not a weird thing. No, just, I totally uh, do. You're so sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Uh, uh, <laughs> protocol guest. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the voice of like the woman from weird science uh. <laughs> oh my god no, it's true mission is to liberate this protocol guest reduce sexiness levels it's like a hologram of the woman from Weird Science and just like a little bathrobe. Yeah, but she's a Vidalcan, so she has no hair and she's blue. Yeah, um, she looks like a fembot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Torgor, you you get to take a look at your, this is the first time you've ever been to your your best friend Winninger's house. Uh, you see all these like mm-hmm. experiments and then all of that is kind of uh, interrupted by the placing the ornithopter on the uh, yeah. on the desk. Um, uh, Torgor's looking around. And then first off is like following the movement and seeing like, I think I forget that Winnegar is an, is it engineer? Yeah. I think in whatever, because in, in social interactions, like we never really see him analytically processing anything. And so like, it's the first time I was like, oh, oh, he, he's smart. Like there's intelligence here. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, smart. Smart. And then the thopter. Yeah. Did did you? That oh blew, yeah. That that. Blew um, so this is a long story. Uh, and and I explain yeah. it all, <laughs> and then it comes yeah. back. And we both have ice cream. Like ice cream cones, <laughs> right? To indicate I, I, that the story was quite long, and you had to tell. Yeah. So, do you leave yeah. anything out, or or you you tell you tell Torger everything like about meeting with Dovin Van and Dovin being like, "You're very interesting. Perhaps we could work together," and like giving you the thopter and. Do you, do you tell yeah, him all I that think stuff? I tell him. I think yeah. I tell him like everything. I think he was been dying to tell someone yeah. something like, the entire time. Yeah. So, um. Dovin Van is our ally against Jace. Yeah. It's crazy, right? I don't know exactly how or exactly why or what I'm supposed to do or what I'm supposed to discover. I feel like I'm just like a startup company in his eyes. And like, if he fails, he fails. You know, it's no, eh, maybe I get out on the ground floor on this guy. That's actually my favorite version of the Dovin Ban card from Magic is Dovin Ban Angel Investor. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Dovin Ban. Shark Tank. <laughs> oh my God! You you yeah. know that the Izzet and the Simic work together to do a thing called Shark Tank, 
And if you fail, you're dropped into a tank with a horrible mutant shark. shark. Oh, yeah. A tank. Rod was an intern on that show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm into uh, it. (laughs) This is a terrible uh, business idea. Now die. (laughs) And dump you into the fire. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Yeah, so so Torgor, like, Winnegar has to some degree or another been working with Dovin Ban, who is basically like, Angling in, he's he's more or less second in command to Asperia in terms yeah. of like leadership of the Azorius Senate, uh, and has risen very quickly through the ranks uh, to to get to this position. Yeah. And uh, Winnegar has been working with him for an indeterminate amount of time. That Torgor already doesn't like Dovin Band, particularly because the Thopters scare him. Yeah, like. Torgor doesn't like robots from the start. Not a fan of them. And mm-hmm. the idea of someone with this level of control like scares him. Yeah. And I think ultimately he turns to Winnegar and is like, buddy, I, this is, this is good. We, we clearly have something that he doesn't know. I can't help but feel like Dovin Ban is using you for his own gains. And Winninger is like playing with the Ornithopter, like looking down and it's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a total pawn in this. But you know what? <laughs> I'm a total pawn on the other side of of like the tracks. Like I, I'm the only one with this information at this time. Yeah. Like this could either lead to great demise or I don't know. Like we can use this for great things. I and you want to use it now to spy on what Road did? Oh yeah, I want to do that absolutely. First thing. Second thing, let's figure out why that guy had all those belts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So bad. <laughs> yeah, it just occurred to me that, that there is this kind of like like Winnegar has this kind of um like JF Sebastian vibe. Like if Dovin Ban is Eldon Terrell, then you're you're his like weird little friend who's like, I don't know, he's the boss. We play chess sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, you know, it, it's one of those things like we can keep carrying on at a very slow speed and maybe, maybe stumble onto an opportunity or we can take this really risky one right now uh and kind of like you know super mario brothers three warp zone you know like <laughs> try to get to the end quick yeah Tor- uh, i, I yeah. think torgor also asked the question to spy on road because it means that we're not telling road and tack about this and this is a moment of crises for torgor because mm. right now torgor has been nothing it, 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 always proclaiming honesty over all yeah the idea like terrible conspiracy team member we understand this but (laughs) honesty above all things and so i'm sorry katie Katie, if if you hadn't cut me like that i don't think torgor would feel like (laughs) like in a way like like no do it (laughs) yeah yeah torgor honestly and he's working at it's for road's own good like, like, I love her, but, like, 
she's in over her head. And I don't know if she got mixed up with the wrong people or something, but she needs our help for sure. Something is wrong and she's not confiding in her best friends. She doesn't even call us her friends. She's calling other people friends. No, that's a cry for help. That's like when someone calls 911 and says they want to order a pizza. You got you to look, look into how they're saying it. <laughs> the pizza is a metaphor. Uh, all right. So, swear to God, if you don't stop reading my live journal, <laughs> I I actually just, I just saw like a, a clip from the news of a woman who called nine one one because you know there's problems in her house and she pretended to order a pizza and the guy like caught it right away and she was like, mm -hmm, yes, pepperoni and the guy's like, we're sending officers right now. Yeah, right. Like, Damn. Yeah, like if you're in danger, say pineapple and she's like mm, pineapple i don't know yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so you're gonna try to use the thopter tell me what you want to accomplish and then we'll we'll talk about making rolls um i want to tap into um the feed form from that night um yep. and try to see if i can follow because i imagine there's thopters everywhere there's probably hundreds of them so yes, there's certainly more than know. there used to be, uh, especially in precinct one, which is uh, where you were. So, yeah. So I, I want to find the ones, uh, um, like on the path, I guess, to where Rhodes said she went. Okay. Um, and like, we, we could start from outside the house and try to work as she goes, try to follow her as she goes. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is going to be an arcana check. You're making arcana roll. I was about to ask if I could help, but I can't. <laughs> nice, you're 21. Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> Why so, does she walk like that? It takes, she like a, it takes me a while. That cart does look really heavy for her. If because I'm honest, you're, she does you're, not look that strong. Yeah, she's definitely struggling. <laughs> yeah, so we do, like, that part was not a lie. We see yeah. old, old eight strength road be like, nah. no, like, it's, it's oh, like. Oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, he stops you know, every 10 seconds to be like, okay. <laughs> so what we, what, we see, yeah. what we see is the Thopter's, the Thopter's front screen projecting uh, a hologram. And it's like if you've seen like a stitch together, like one of those HDR images that are stitched together from a bunch of other photos and how it's kind of like trying to image stabilize as it's switching from Thopter to Thopter. So you'll have one where she's in the corner and then it switches to another Thopter's feed. And so it's creating this kind of, like glitchy but still watchable uh, view of uh, of road, and you're you're trying to program it uh, by uh, altering the the runes that are floating in front of you. You're trying to program it to like track this specific person, and so you're you're using like facial and and uh, aura recognition uh, magic to try to get a hold of of road, and it, it does with the twenty one. You you lock on, you follow road out of the out of the building. You see road struggling with the corpse wagon. Um, so look. Clearly, she she wasn't lying. There's oh, no yeah, reason right. to doubt her. And she continues north through Precinct 1, uh, heading pretty much in the direction that you would expect if she was going to, um, if she was going towards the, the location, right, to drop off the body as, as expected. And then she stops at an intersection, and instead of going the direction you would take, right, it's like a clear, like, okay, and then she's going to go right here, and that would be where she would go. She goes uh, another direction. She turns left. And she she travels uh, down this street a little ways, and as the, the an ornithopter uh, is is following her, as this ornithopter follows, it gets to a point where she turns into an alley, and then the feed glitches out and uh, and disappears. 
Uh, and I think instead the characters for like the Ravnikin characters uh, read um, like signal lost or like no signal available. Um, after like trying to like find it or whatever, I want to uh, explore the different options of where, of, of how far the next ornithopter in any of that round direction would be. So like ah, if it blanks out right here, yeah. like okay. maybe she comes out on the other side of the tunnel someplace else or yeah. of this area. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So make a make an investigation check. You've got some information from the ornithopter. You pull back, you start pulling in other feeds to try to create essentially like a map uh to yeah. see if you can find pick her up again somewhere else. And so it's like I, attaching to the rest of the network and, and trying to so Tor Torgor, how are you feeling watching Winnegar? Like Winnegar is like fairly adept at manipulating this uh yeah. this surveillance apparatus. Um honestly, he was joking earlier, but now he's actually intimidated. Like I think there's a level <laughs> right? like there's a level to which like Torgor knows how to handle himself in an arena, in a pit, in like performance settings. But like actually in terms of like raw thought and like multitasking in terms of like this, like it is something he could not do and you know we yeah. we don't see and i think i think that's great like we don't yeah. see this that often it happens off screen a lot right winnegar's expertise mm -hmm. and and skill often happen when winnegar is alone so we're getting this this moment i think that the the way that this is shot and the the soundtrack all both like reinforce that we are seeing winnegar as a, a, a valued member of a conspiracy like this, because they have they have all these like talents and skills, and they're they're manipulating this machine with relative ease. Um, I think Torgor it, also wants to like now, in some ways, overcompensate to like because he can't yeah. like obviously yeah he like he wants to help some way. So he's like, well, well, can you track her from the next time she's just visible? So just so we know how long we can't see. Does she emerge with the cart? Does she emerge? <laughs> without it like, like that's exactly what i'm doing yeah absolutely, right? absolutely. <laughs> like yeah yeah buddy um yeah that's a great idea oh that's, yeah yeah that's a that's a perfect idea and as soon as i say perfect uh, perfect idea the uh, the voice of <laughs> the voice of the thing no, in my house no. goes "Ooh, good job big boy <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. oh I love I love Winnegar's sexy house robot. <laughs> Liberation from Winnegar's sexy house robot. This is the happiest I've ever been. Winnegar, you are I like so it. lonely. I like it because he's designed it to have cues when when he succeeds in things, yeah. but like like a pat on his back, you know. Yeah. This is a never. I will say this in Winnegar's house. Never say the word Eureka. Don't, it's a <laughs> don't. That's a dangerous one. That's the special code word. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so make that make that investigation check, but you can do it with advantage uh, with Torgor's help. Um, you didn't need it. Torgor didn't help. You get another if, another fact, excellent you... role. You're getting better at this. So, yeah, I, I think the thing is that any any individual uh, ornithopter isn't going to help, right? Like you you can track and and look through ones, and you realize like you kind of you have to take a step back. So you you zoom out and you start looking at the network in general, and I think two things happen. One, you do pick road up again. Um, when uh sans wheelbarrow uh so you pick road up again uh and you notice that there is uh there's like a dead zone there's a spot in the north part of precinct one uh where there's just no 
the the ornithopterist can't pick up data. So there's this big black like if you're looking at a hologram, all these blue and white lights. There's a a, a cube basically or a sphere where it's just black. It's just a, a hole cut out of your um your surveillance diagram. There, and I'm just like, like to Torgor. There, she didn't even make it to precinct five. Like she said, it ends right here. There's a black hole. Yeah. Oh, Road, what did you get yourself into? <laughs> and just why cut to Road and Tack yeah. eating cake. Yeah. You're <laughs> gossiping. Over <laughs> <laughs> cake, it's good. Well, so that I mean, yeah. I guess that is the question. If we cut back to the two of you, like Tack, have you brought up? like where you were or what was happening in the underground because so far none of your friends seem to indicate that they know that the Azorius have just started like arresting members of the Golgari. Like most Golgari, Tack is very private about Golgari things so it's really none of their business. Um, Tack's not going to bring it up and also Vraska is their wife and they don't want anybody to know she exists. <laughs> Perfect. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I, think, I think Tack instead would bring up like Tarohud uh the whole like yeah so I uh told Winnegar that I was gonna kill him. I think that upset but him. Did he cry? No. He's been crying a lot lately. I don't Tech does look disappointed. It's like no. I'm Road also looks disappointed. <laughs> it's a nice <laughs> moment. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's going to be like, and it's like kind of gauging what Road thinks about that. Um, honestly, you maybe could have done it <laughs> with how he's been acting, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird group, the four of us. Mm. But uh, Tap will interpret this as tacit approval. Yeah. Since That's it exactly was not that. explicit disapproval. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Good. Ominous cake eating. Yeah, <laughs> just just a, just a there's like a cake in between the two of us. I imagine both of our legs are crisscrossed. I'm just eating. Eating the cake. Yeah. Perfect. Unless unless Road wanted to bring something up, Tack doesn't have anything to talk about. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so Torgor and Winnegar, is there anything you want to do with this new information? Besides get bent. <laughs> well, I think first off, Torgor asks if he can smoke inside. Oh. <laughs> you asked if you can smoke inside my lab? Uh, um, oh yeah, sure. Check, uh, put this on. And it's like one of those old timey uh, scuba suits with like the big <laughs> old thing. You can smoke. Do it under the fume hood. Okay. Yeah, right there. Okay. And so he's like sticking his hand up in between his like three fingers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just like one chalk X in the corner. It's, <laughs> you just, just well, you them. actually, it, he inhales an entire cigarette in one puff because he's that stressed <laughs> out and then blows it out and you just can't see anything. And then he takes it off and it just immediately fills the room. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't oh, go well, that work. It's such a it minute, minotaur power move, like just making eye contact with somebody, smoking an entire cigarette in one inhale, and then just flicking the butt into the corner of the room. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> terrible. A lot of minotaurs die from lung cancer, which is unknown, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> leading cause of death for minotaurs. Uh, but that and being turned into hamburgers. That being turned into hamburgers. Uh, <coughs> Torgor, like, 
looks back at the empty space and they can't go to the rose because there's no way of contacting i don't know if they have another contact for the conspiracy right now and torgo just looks at winnegar and goes does ban know that there's a gap in this security system oh that's a good question oh why didn't i think of that one you're still good Winnegar. <laughs> <laughs> I. <clears throat> that's really good. Yeah, because right now, yeah. all we know is Road left with the body. But how Road left didn't go where she say, said she went. Yeah. Went yeah. someplace else. Yeah. Untraceable. And showed up with money. Sans dead body and cart. How are you untraceable to technology that is unknown to our world? Good question. Can I just say, Torgor, you are asking all the right questions. <laughs> I'm You're better like, after a cigarette. Gonna... Okay, the nicotine honestly helps. So good. <laughs> I should have invited more people over to my, my place to, to, to jam on these things. <laughs> this really, this might be the greatest mystery I ever saw. Oh my god. Let's get to work. And then like 80s music plays and uh, a map unrolls and we're like setting up pins. Take Torgor makes coffee. Yeah. Are you yeah. wearing bras on your head for science? <laughs> yes. Just got science. Safety goggles I just on really love no weird science, okay? Yeah. There's a Bunsen burner and we're just oh, like yeah. it's turning from orange to blue. Like that means something. Uh, so it is. It is like a like a science uh, montage. Yeah, that is, that's but really, montage. all we're doing is just like taking notes of that area, and um, I think, um, yeah. So the question is like, do we go to Dovin Pan, or do we do some recon in that area ourselves? Because what if I don't know. What if Road got mugged by a generous mugger who was like, I want your dead body, take all this money. And then like, like that could happen. Um, Torgor immediately remembers why he questioned why Winnegar was smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, no one would mug somebody and then give them money. Oh, that's true. That, that That's the only problem with that plan. Um, I also... I'm not very sneaky, and currently there's an expired contract out with my name on it. So I I don't know if I can go in there. But if yeah. we had maybe to ban, or do we confront Road? Well, I don't want to confront Road if it's embarrassing or something. I don't want to like embarrass her. It's something like that. <laughs> Let's just ask my good friend Dovin Pan. <laughs> Let's go to the head of the police state instead of confronting our friend. <laughs> I think that sounds good. That's an appropriate response. Yeah. You know who's got some real good opinions about how to handle this situation? Mussolini. Let's go see what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh. Hey Mussolini, me and my friend are having a fight. What should I do? Well, a vinegar, here's a what you do. <laughs> oh, vinegar. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's what he sounded like, guys. You got to look at the recordings. Well, that's Mussolini, what the Super Mario. Like right it's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Uh, yep. So yeah, I mean that is, that is the question, right? Is it like if you if you go to Dovin Ban uh, with this information, uh, it is certainly it's certainly one angle you can take, uh, or you can confront Road, but uh, that may not get you uh, the information you need either. So, can I try to contact Dovin Ban through the Ornithopter? Uh, FaceTime call. Yeah, I mean if you if you just like turn it on and and have it like look at your look at your room and talk oh, right. into it hopefully someone will like notice right yeah because as far as i know he's the only one who reviews this yeah or... yeah i don't know if winnegar ever saw his his like yeah. uh, panopticon yeah. chamber but yes he definitely is uh keeping an eye on things these ornithopters ultimately serve him and then the senate second um yeah, I want to ask him about not specifically road, but I want to ask him about there being a hole in um in the layout. Yeah. In uh how come there's no surveillance in this area right here? Um I'm not getting a signal. Is there a reason? Okay. So yeah, you you turn on the ornithopter and you just say that into the camera. Um let's let's have you make a make another arcana check. Oh. Mm, okay. Uh, you can't seem to figure out how to get it from display mode to record mode. Like it keeps it's stuck in in play. It's really bad. It's like golden band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you no, can't... no. Write it down on a card and hold it in front of the screen. Oh yeah. yeah. Backwards. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, like big those big cue cards. He's flipping them over. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you have no you have no idea. It doesn't it doesn't seem to to record because again remember the thing about this this ornithopter is that it was given to you. Yeah, it's in debug mode. Uh, so you can use it, but it has no UI. So you have to hand code everything you want it to do. And right now, I'm keeping track of like the the things you learn about it, and and you're you're getting closer to being able to just use it properly, but you haven't quite figured it out yet. Gotcha. Yeah. This is gonna be a long night. I hit a button, and a tuna fish sandwich pops out from your your automat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you just make a hundred tuna fish sandwiches every month, and then you can push that button. <laughs> Ooh, I don't boy. know where <laughs> So, uh, okay. So, does everybody get? I mean, I assume you rest then because you've been up all night. Everybody's been running around doing stuff. Maybe, um, we, yeah. And I, we definitely are talking about road in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I think. We we fade out on the on the scene. Everybody like goes to, to rest, and when we fade back in, we hear. Uh, I was gonna say whistling, but I don't know if Loxodon can whistle. Uh, I guess like you have to have through his trumpet. But yeah, you would, I don't know if you could whistle through your. I mean, you could whistle through your nose, but I don't think that's what happens. Um, so maybe he's just humming to himself. Uh, and so we see we see the outside of the of the host. We see uh, Gary arrive. Gary rides a bicycle. Uh, 
So Gary comes up on his bicycle and puts it. I used to be like a trike. He's a big boy. And so he pees. Are Tack and I both sleeping on the couch? Sorry. I just realized like, what are and we both like? I think you just passed out on the couch. Um, Bold of you to assume I would allow you to sleep on the furniture. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'll let you describe the, the like, you wake up. But so we see, we see Gary show up on his, on his trike early in the morning and he, he gets off the trike and he like locks it to a, I don't know, parking meter. And uh, he walks by the the formerly empty lot that the uh, the host is now in, and he gives uh, he gives the uh, the big turtle a little like pat on the cheek, uh, and uh, walks by, climbs up the stairs, takes out a uh, takes out a, a key, and you wake up. One of you wakes up in the room to the sound of the front door opening. Uh, which of the which of the two of you is it that wakes up? The, the door is it road because she's paranoid or tack because tack is used to sleeping in the streets and is afraid of other people finding them <laughs> uh tack's not scared of anything it's road <laughs> it's <laughs> you're just like a like a little sphere full of cake just, yeah <laughs> sleep on the floor tack is passed out in the cake pan it's just like bold of you to assume i fear death <laughs> using the cake pan as a blanket like <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Road, you wake up to that. You hear the the sound of the the door front door opening. Mm, tack, it's morning. Tack, tack, it's morning. <laughs> tack, it's morning time. Okay. <laughs> there was a moment where you thought maybe Tack had died in their sleep, but no, they're okay. Tack is just like face first and icing. <laughs> Yeah, you have to breathe even while you're sleeping. It's very challenging. Um, yeah, so I think when when Gary hears your voice, you hear muffled from the other end, like, "Oh, hey, early morning, guys." Morning, Gary. Gary's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's on the note. Don't kill list. It's fine. Yeah. All right. That's nice. That's like one person we have on our don't kill list. Oh yeah, ours. Rolls over. <laughs> Pulls the cake pan for like the cake pan. Okay. Good check. morning. So uh, uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and get a coffee or something, Road? Because like you know, if Gary is going to operate the machine and like get everything started. Uh, yeah, yeah hit me up with some of that nitro cold brew, Gary. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you come out still wearing yesterday's clothes. Your makeup's a little smeared. And he uh, he looks over and he's he's already got, a, you know, a, a mug and uh, he's he's filling it with coffee for you. Um, and he this, hands, is, this is kindness that I'm yeah. so unused to. Yeah, for a moment. He, he, he looks he looks yeah. at you and he, he smiles, but he doesn't point out that you look like you slept here. And he does. He's very polite. And he hands it to you. Uh, oh. And he says uh, he's like, um, long night. Yeah, one of those. He he nods. He says, uh, "Well, uh, I brought the paper in from outside." And he he puts it on the counter next to you in case you want to read it. Um, oh, cool! On the we took an oatmeal cake. When you oh. when you look, so you look down at the paper. He puts it on the counter, and you you glance at it just out of habit. And on the front of it, uh, you see the headline says, uh, "Niv Mazette calls for Guild Summit," and uh, underneath there is a picture. Of the of Niv Mazet, the draconic uh, Perun of the Is It League, 
Um, and there's a bunch of like reporters around him. He looks like the picture is like of him giving a like a press release. Uh, and because Ravnica is sort of magical Harry Potter land, uh, it does kind of loop like an animation. That moves. Yeah. And so you see him like Excellent. put his hand up and he's talking and everybody's like asking questions. And then there's this whole article about this. He this is a guild massive summit. dragon. He is a massive dragon. dragon. That's true. Dra yes. Talking to a tiny microphone. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of tiny microphones. Right? Yes, there's absolutely. a little platform. Yes, exactly. Imagine like a any any kind of like government official giving a statement to the press, except he's a giant dragon. So yes. there is yes, there is that. Also in the picture, Road, I don't know if you would notice you would recognize the guy right off, but maybe you've seen him. Winnegar briefly pretended to be him. Uh you see Ral Zarek standing like next to him um like as part of this he's not speaking in the mic but he's standing next to the perun in this photo did fucking wenzel bring him up though during all of his stuff um yeah wenzel that mentioned, might be their road i think wenzel mentioned know. him yeah 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 road that's what road's tracking mm -hmm. also wenzel definitely told us a story about how he smooched Ral's yes. boyfriend. Oh, Winnegar did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He pretended but, to be Ral, and then him and Tomic made out in the... Or no, he pretended to be Tomic and made out with Ral? I can't remember. Yes. that, But that's, yeah, definitely there's been no. some interactions. No, he oh, was yeah. Ral, and he made out with Tomic. Oh, yeah. Tomic, that's He right. was Ral, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> with the sunglasses. Tomic is not in this photo. <laughs> Good to know. Mm, trouble in um, paradise. Thanks for the newspaper. Um, yeah, I'll borrow this. I'll bring it back. Um, we ate an oatmeal cake, so I put some gold on the counter. I'm, and then some extra because I know Tack and Winnegar haven't been paying for the sweets they've been eating. So, and he he says, uh, "Oh my god!" And you look, and he was in the middle before you came out. He was in the middle of writing a note that says, "Found big pile of gold." <laughs> <laughs> ask ask Gary, and he was like. Oh, well, I guess I don't have to finish this. And he balls up the paper and he throws it in the recycling bin. Uh, <laughs> and, he, uh, and he says, uh, that's a whole lot of Xenos. It, definitely more than the cake is worth. But um, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll put it the in the till. Like, but like it's a retroactive like apology. So if you like need to take it. I'm trying to be kind. It's really hard. So if you just need it, just take some of the gold. <laughs> and he, he's like... Uh, Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't need it, but I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the till. It'll be safe there. And he, he turns around Great. and he looks at it and he's like, what should I ring this up as? Hey, okay, Gary, the... I'm going before this is <laughs> okay. 30 have, have a good day. <laughs> and just, I was like, okay, that was, that was too hard. Being kind was too hard and I'm not going to. I was it. nice once and it was terrible. <laughs> um okay so yeah you you uh you turn and and head back and we we kind of like pan down and fade to uh Winnegar and Torgor you're back at uh at Winnegar's place um what well the, the experiment montage that we spent all of last night doing what what is what was that for like what was the purpose there what have you been up to all night or did you just like crash I think there's a level to which Torgor thought that was going to be compiled and that we were just going to go in person and deliver it? Yeah. Oh, wait. You thought we were going to just meet Dovin Ban? Yeah. Like I, thought he, I thought he was your friend. I thought we would just meet him and talk to him because we couldn't get him on the Thopter last night. Yeah. I mean, ooh. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, you said he was a, coming to your birthday party. He is coming to my birthday party. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's do a little recon before we hit him up. I just want to hear something solid. Um, maybe let's check out that, like, let's check out this area. And I point to it and we appeared there. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to, yeah. Do you want to do that where you're like, let's go. And so you're, you want to go investigate on foot yeah. the, the dead zone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we, uh, you, you point at the map and we, we crossfade to the two of you, uh, out in the street, uh, heading towards this, this dead zone. And it, it does appear that it's an area. It's not like overlaid exactly over a specific building, but it's a chunk of a, a block. And there are a couple of entrances into this, this area, uh, off the street. There's like an alley that runs into it. And yeah, we see you, it's daytime now, so it's still, you know, gray and a little bit rainy, but we see you at the same place or the same intersection where road kind of like turned into the, into the dead zone. And, uh, but if, if your calculations are correct, Winnegar, this is the place. Uh, my calculations are perfect. <laughs> this is the place. Okay. Um, what are we looking for? I have no idea. Something that would prevent ornithopters or block a signal or, you know, we're looking for something that looks like my apartment, basically, okay. Torgor. <laughs> okay. Um, I would love to just like make some perception checks. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna spend some time examining the area and and looking for yeah clues. An, it, it, would I be investigating this space or is it? I think it's perception to find things that are hidden, and then investigation to put the pieces together. I, I, I it's the question of going from a minus two to a zero. So I just wanted to ask. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, my, my understanding is that perception is to find clues. Investigation yeah. is to like yeah. find a pattern within them. So for sure, for sure. Okay. Well, let's see how this perception goes. <gasps> let's find some clues, Torgor. Ooh. Both oh, oh, two fives a five could've, and then a five why didn't we just help one another we would have at least had a <laughs> you both walk into the alley and go opposite directions <laughs> right? just okay uh here's here's what i got um a payless shoe store okay um uh a china buffet yeah. uh <laughs> let's see any of the <laughs> I found uh, uh, Burlington Coat Factory. Ooh, um, I have yeah, a lot of so clues. It looks it looks like this part of now. There's not a lot of like abandoned warehouses or anything in in Precinct One, right? Like this, it's it's meant to look as much like a um, like I think it's like an apartment building, and then maybe some nearby the edges of nearby buildings. If you if you kind of like draw the line, and then all of these these kind of like intersections that surround it. And when you when you go out to like look for it, there's nothing there's nothing you can find in this area that indicates that it wouldn't like there's no like big runes on the wall. There's no hidden anti bugging devices, uh, nothing that you can find by doing a, a search of this area. But you also haven't gone into the building. So there's this this building, the there's the front door and there's like a lobby inside. And then there's probably like you know four floors and each floor has some apartments on it. Um, but nothing outside indicates that this is, uh, this is somewhere that, yeah, that should be hidden from the, from the center. Why would a normal looking building like this be unseen? Yeah. I mean, 
there's nothing weird about this place at all. I mean, the I mean, fact that there's a China buffet and a Burlington co-factory, right now, <laughs> that's a little weird, but a little strange, a little strange. Sure. Everyone loves deals. Right. Absolutely. And a buy one, get one from two stores. What's not to love? But yeah. <laughs> oh, God. OK. Well, on the one hand, this is perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. And I guess it, if some people live here, it could line up with Road Story. Maybe she didn't want to say that. You know, her friend lived in district in, in, in precinct one. So yeah. like maybe maybe it's just a little baby lie. Can I make a religion check? Um what for? What would you I like think to know? The fact that Road would lie while within a conspiracy. I think there's a level to which this ordinary building being unseen. And like all of the secrecy is I want to know if this triggers any murmurings of hidden in plain sight, like the rumors of Demir that Torgor grew up here, like something like about this Denver like airport. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> My hometown is Denver. So <laughs> road, road rides by a on a days. cursed horse. Uh, okay. Love that horse. Yeah. You can, Tori, you can make a, you can make a religion check. Oh, it's a two. A two. No, the Mothman. You get so close. Did <laughs> probably a chupacabra got the corpse. I think maybe, maybe this is a sacred place somewhere by an angel and a demon that make it unobscured. Like you know, I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's possible that like Dovin Man just missed a spot on the map. Though it doesn't seem like he's that type of person. Okay, let's go talk to him then. Let's go inside this building since we're right here. Uh, let's see if we recognize any names. I, I don't know if we should walk into this building. Oh, really? You think you want me to walk in? I can disguise her. I can just do a little. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I just, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Something about this building is. Is it creeping you out? It's creeping me out. I don't know. You I seem think. a little creeped out. I don't know if we should walk in something. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I don't. And I think like Torgo like truly like just doesn't get why this normal building would feel like such a, like something is off and it's unnerving. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He totally. is not, he doesn't get it. Like he just doesn't like, yeah. And do you guys want to go? You guys want to go inside? Because it's the only place you haven't. Like, the streets all seem like normal, yeah. if a bit abandoned. Like, there's not a lot of people out here, but also it's off the main road and it's outside right. of the sort of tourist uh, area in the middle of the precinct. So, the going inside is like, the only place you haven't been yet. Yeah. I want to tell Torgor, like, hey, buddy, you just hang out here and I'll run in real quick. If I'm not back in like 10 minutes, wait. Come find me. Just that's the answer to that. Just come find me. No. And like Torgo oh. like, wait, I'm I'm now posting guard. Yeah, and you, it's like well, you you seem like you don't want to go in. No, did I <laughs> no, let's go in. Fine, fine. And like Torgo just like walks in. Like, well, I was gonna go in invisible. Okay, there you go. Okay, <laughs> okay so Torgor walks in. Winninger, do you cast invisibility and then go in or do you just go in with them? Um I'll cast invisibility and like follow very closely, like in step 
with him. Okay. All right. Uh, I need both of you to make wisdom saving throws for me, please. Oh. Meanwhile, Rose just having a great morning. She's just leisurely reading the opinion section of this newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking some coffee. Okay. A, a very nine. Nice a nine I and a thirteen. The comics. Nice. <laughs> Marmaduke comics. is especially excellent today. Comics first, <laughs> obituaries second. <laughs> but which one do you laugh harder at? <laughs> oh God. No. And then third is third is the financial section. And then we go <laughs> Beloved back husband. To, <laughs> and then we go back to the comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. You gotta have a routine. All right, so you got a nine. Uh, Winnegar got a nine on the wisdom save, and Torgor got a 13. Okay, so you go inside. Torgor, you open the door, you come in, and inside you are in the lobby. Imagine, like, a building in real life, a building that would have been, like, really upscale and fancy when it was built in, like, the 40s. And while it's old, it's been maintained really well, but it still has that kind of, like, it's got a, a bit of a patina to it that this, it's like a it would be a boutique hotel now where people are like ooh it's like it doesn't have it's drafty and kind of loud but it's fancy because it was expensive in the forties uh, so it's got kind of like a it's got a, like a fancy carpet and like marble floors and and stuff but it's like pretty quiet and you come in and there is a there's a Vidalkin sitting at the desk wearing a little like it's like a footman's like outfit. Uh, and he, he stands up when you come in, uh, and he puts a hand up, uh, and he, uh, and he says, um, is there something I can help you with gentlemen? Oh, he sees me. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. snap. Um, no, we're okay. I, I guess we thought this was a different place. Come on. I, I mean, I Ralph. thought we well, we were looking at. It seemed like a nice apartment building. We didn't know if there was any units available. And what's but... what's odd, Winnegar, is that he's just addressing you as if this was no big deal. Like, you coming in invisibly, he notices it, and he makes a point of saying, gentlemen, so you hear. But he's not like, you're invisible, get out of here. <laughs> he just, just asks you, like, what can I, how can I help you today? What are you doing here? Um, ooh, uh, completely thinking. You can... You, and I'm just going to drop invisibility. Yeah. You see me, huh? And he uh, he nods and says, um, uh, safer for the building that way. We have security installed. It, it's not technically illegal for you to go around invisible, and I, I wasn't going to say anything, but um, puts his hands out. I need to watch the door, and if I can't see who's coming and going, I can't do my job now, can I? You're... Wow, this place has got a great security system. What uh, what's a a unit like this go for per month? How many Xenos? He he looks at you, and he uh, and he says, um, "I'm afraid that there are no vacancies in the building just now, sir." Ah, shucks. You know, we thought I would talk and get the tour, and my buddy uh would you know, poke around and see if there are any things you weren't showing us invisible, like, but clearly, uh, it was for nothing. Let's, let's, we'll just go. Yeah. We're just going to go. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm going to pretty woman. This guy so hard. One day. <laughs> I'm just going to come back and be like, you work on commission. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> and I'll have all, 
all my bags with me. <laughs> He's the doorman, not a real estate agent. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> he knows what he did. Be like, oh, okay. I'm just an invisible guy trying to sneak into your lobby, but I guess I'm not good enough to rent here. Um, I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay. And then uh, scurry away with Torgor. Okay. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Oh, um, that was totally messed up. They have really good security. Apparently, they don't even rent out these places. Oh, yeah, this, this is not an apartment complex. No apartment complex would be able to see invisible guests on the, like... You go to walk in and there's a big sign that says no invisibles and he just taps it and outside Grant Morrison is just crying like. <laughs> <laughs> but this would, so this is on the outskirts of Precinct 1. So. Yeah, it's the edge, of, the edge of Precinct 1. This wouldn't be the considered like the hoity-toity, like this would be like, we live in district people, right? They would be well, like. So this, this is either, it's hard to get a gauge on it here. It's either people who are too rich and famous to live in the big fancy houses in the middle of the precinct who are like, we don't need to show off our wealth. We're going to just go elsewhere. And maybe this building offers, you know, discretion or something. Or it could also be like a second home where people go for shady business dealings. Like there's lots of reasons for, uh, for people to come back and, and uh, you know, come to a place like this. So okay. as we're walking, as we're walking away, um, I just want to like, like kind of be thinking out loud. So I want to say like, okay, well, that's weird. They have a lot of security there. Apparently yeah. their security can defy outside magic, like magic that's not even of this world. Um, mm. So we got to go to BAM. What did Rode get herself into we gotta go to ban we gotta go to ban we can't go to road yet because fucking narcs i know <laughs> look i know i know a lot of a lot of people who fall into like a gruel like cult and it is it is ooh, it is hard the brainwashing is so strong bear in mind rakdos is literally called the cult of. it's the cult of rakdos yeah <laughs> you're in a cult call your dad but, right, right, right. but i no, I, I don't think Road would see the light if we talk. We have to go to BAM. She got mixed in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> now it's up for now it's up to us to save her. Ugh. This is the second time in a week that Road has had to deal with people being like, honey, you're in a cult. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so the two Honestly, of you Triska talked about it a lot, and I'm starting to see the reasoning. Road just does what people tell her, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Free will there. Oh, God, she's such a sweet, such a sweet kid. God. Ah. It's just caught up with the wrong people. So you're gonna go. You're gonna go get on the train. You're gonna go to Precinct Two. You're gonna go to New Prov, and you're gonna ask to see Dovin Ban. Hi, hi, yeah. adjutant. Uh, and Torgor, what's the status on your arrestability these days? <laughs> Yes, arrestability. <laughs> this is a good question. So I think the Azorius Senate is currently not looking for me. That's right. I, I believe that the trail the trail there has gone cold. They have other things to deal with. Right. Well, Triska said that she was going to do that, and then she thought that I was being abducted by my friends. Yeah, like this so, is the, the question of what does Triska think is going on is a complicated one to answer. She's had a rough couple of days, uh, and I, I think... 
Dove and Ban did tell uh, Winnegar that they wouldn't search for him anymore. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I will oh, I'll okay. direct the all seeing eye elsewhere. Um, but yeah, like for Triska, does she think you're dead, Road? I can't remember how much she knows. No, she found my <laughs> my little certain insignia and has disowned me. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the the two of you head for uh, head for Dovin Ban, um, and uh, we we see you. you know, we see you leave. We uh, we cut to Precinct Two. Now, if there's if there's anywhere that has more ornithopters than Precinct One. It's bracing too. So you see, you see New Prav. Uh, we get to see the the spires of the the hallowed fountain, and then all the little all the ornithopters drifting about. Uh, it's really quite impressive. You see the the day's uh, legal adjustments displayed in their enormous blue runes floating above New Prav, so everyone in the city can see when the law changes. Um, but right now. The uh the the law uh disc I forget what it's called is displaying information about an upcoming guild summit, um called by Niv Mazet of the Izzet League, requiring the Peruns and leaders of all the guilds of Ravnica to come to New Prav, uh in two days for a uh for a big meeting, uh and that's something that's being displayed and basically the the whole precinct because you're you're in this area they're all everybody's talking about it the the everyone on the train was abuzz with this information uh, out in the streets. People are, are talking. There are criers on the corner shouting like, Niv Mazet calls Guild Summit. And there's basically just like, it's it's the whole thing is alive with gossip. But like, I wonder what he wants to talk about and like, what's going on? Uh, and so you you step out into the precinct and uh, and hear all of this, this buzz uh, and begin heading towards New Prav. And so it looks like Niv Mazet has called the meeting but it's going to take place at New Prav in a few days. Um, as for the the details, Mazet hasn't said why. He just said, "I need to speak with the leaders of the guilds. Like, come to New Prav. We need to talk." Um, so yeah, uh, you uh, you head to uh, you head to the the precinct itself, and I think by the time you get there, Dovin Ban, because he has eyes everywhere, knows that you you are on your way. So when Winninger, when you and Torgor arrive. Uh, you walk into FBI headquarters. Um, somebody is waiting there. Uh, there's a human member of the Senate waiting there to to basically pick you up. So when you walk in, uh, he comes over and he's got a little like valise under his arm, and he he walks up and he he says, uh, "Torgor, Winnegar." And as soon as you Hi. make a look like yes, that's us, or you, you nod, uh, yeah. he says, uh, "Right this way." And uh, and basically takes you on a walk towards wherever it is that you're going. And on the way, you're both given temporary visitors passes, right? Little badges you have to clip onto your armor uh, that say you're allowed to be in new props so that the arresters don't <laughs> jump on you. Um, and they uh, to this person, he takes you back to uh, takes you back to a room. And as he's going, you can tell that he's resisting the urge to be like like. You're pretty sure this guy's day job is like visitor attache. So when people come, he's like, welcome to New Prov, home of the Azorius Senate. Did you know that the floors of New Prov are made out of like he's that that's his job most of the time. So he's trying really hard not to be like in this hall are the portraits of all of the former leaders of the Azorius Senate. So, Oh, really? Wow. (laughs) These guys are. That's weird. And so he manages, I think he manages to get all the way to the end without giving you the tour by accident. And he opens the door and he says, um, uh, the, the adjutant will be with you in a moment. And by the way, 
this door is 200 years old. And then he closes it. Wow. <laughs> like wow. He just couldn't manage to get all the way through. And he's like, the door's 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. He's Brant from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> and so you're, you're, in a, you're in a room and it looks like t- to you, it immediately and, and to us, and it would be staged this way, so that it looks like the the secret interrogation room that the cops use when they don't want the interrogation recorded. So there's like a slightly dented steel table in the middle of the room. Uh, there are chairs on both sides, but the chairs are like um, riveted to the floor. Uh, and there's a door on the other side of the room from the one you came in. So you come in, the door closes, and you're click shut behind you. And it maybe occurs to you now, uh, Torgor, that you are trusting Winnegar a great deal here because yeah. members of the Rakdos cult that go to New Prov and end up in rooms like this, they don't get to go home again. Like, this is a room that you have colleagues that have disappeared into places like this. And I think you feel that sudden, like, oh. Yeah. I, I think there's a level to which, like, all of it being new and figuring things out and feeling like he was using his smarts on this investigation toward then actually trust his instincts and Mm -hmm. has had this moment where his hand goes to the hilt of his rapier and instantly is like so if that's a 200 year old door they'd get really mad if i had to break it to get out uh yeah let's not break anyone's door right now let's um Let's just see what happens, buddy. Um, I like test the handle to see if it unlocks or uh, like, are we locked in this room? Yeah. Uh, we're 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 probably locked in for our for their safety, though. Um, from us, don't worry, Torgor. Everything's gonna work out. We're in the belly of the beast thing. now. I like I like to do a perception check on this room. Okay, sure. In, in character. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. This is like the cold dread where we realize Winnegar's a fucking traitor. <laughs> I'm a cool with it. Tra- not even a traitor. <laughs> tra- and also, big words coming from Katie May over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the real traitor all along. Yeah, when we started the Most show, friendship. I said to Carlos, I was like, Carlos, how do you feel in about 30 episodes revealing to everyone that you were Jace Beller and all? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, but if you were gonna ask myself. anyone, I know it would be Carlos. So, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, re- really, the, the real twist is that you're all Jace Bellerin, but you've separated yourself <laughs> into different personalities so that you wouldn't get caught. And yeah, yeah. that's the whole I actually just Dark told Crystal. all of us that we were Jace Bellerin at the beginning. <laughs> and so, we all Bellerin, but we're all trying to keep We're this. all Jace. We're actually Jace from different times of his own life, mm-hmm. meeting up at this one instance to kill one of I'm them. seafaring Jace. I was about to say, whoever's always got one tit out, that's, that's Ocean <laughs> Classic Jace. Road. Classic road. Yeah. I like to think that Jace was split into several pieces, uh, mm-hmm. like the Skeksis and from, from the Dark Crystal. Yeah, or Dracula from <laughs> Castlevania 2. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. So yeah, you Torgor, you get a seven in your perception check. Yeah. You look around, and I think the only thing that you are able to truly perceive is just how fucked you are. Uh, you are locked in a room in some sub basement of Nuprov, which is itself an impregnable fortress of law and order. Uh, you you find yourself, as was described, in the belly of the beast. 
uh, except the beast in this case is an enormous judicial robot and you are, uh, yeah, you're locked in this room and okay. any minute now, Dovin Ban, the extra planar up and comer, uh, is going to walk through that door and who knows what'll happen after that. I grab uh, my mall and like, like make a couple practice swings and be like, winner, get out of the way. I'm going to break the handle. And then that way, oh, what are you doing? No, just play it cool. <laughs> what What just do you mean? play it cool we're in this is how we never be seen again winnegar okay oh you gotta you gotta trust me on this one this is totally gonna work out and if it doesn't well torgor will come in and save us i mean <laughs> someone oh shit hold on was my backup plan Brandos, oh my god <laughs> we are so fucked on this one torgor. <laughs> so torgor's torgor's panic spreads quickly like wildfire through dry brush and the two of you yeah start to start to sweat a little and uh we i think we cut from from your your panic up to the uh the panopticon chamber of dovin ban right we see dovin sitting in in his big high-backed swivelly villain chair and then there's the imax curved screen of all of the little tiny ornithopter uh views and he's leaned forward and he's he's observing what looks to be a cell inside new prov somewhere but it's not a cell where we recognize it's not torgor and winnegar right so we see this this little cell somewhere and all we can see is like a view from above and in the cell, there is a, a woman sitting on the little cot and she has her knees pulled up to her chest and she's scowling. And we can see that from her head, instead of hair, there is a nest of snake tails. Uh, and Dovin is, is watching very patiently to see what Vraska, new, newly elected leader of the Golgari, uh, is going to do. So he's just like staring at her. And then someone walks in behind him. We hear, we hear them come in. And we hear that that same nerd. We hear Brent's voice. Uh, he says, um, "They're here, sir." And uh, Dovin Ban turns the chair around and looks at him, uh, and says, "Very good." And stands up and walks away. And the camera lingers on the shot of Vraska sitting in the cell, uh, stewing in her own rage. Uh, and uh, and I think that's where we that's where we fade out. Yeah, so we'll find out. We'll find out next time what happens to Torgor and Winnegar in the belly of the beast. Will Road and Tack eat another cake? Will Gary survive? Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Chase Bellard Must Die. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's do XP so I don't forget, and then uh, and we'll do our we'll do our little shoutouts. So today, my friends, uh, did you learn something about Jace Bellerin, his conspirators, or servant? No. I think so. Well, what about that blue feather? Because of well, yeah. the code name Peacock, does it feel like I would I would say yes that you did. That you learned that yeah. they they are onto you in some meaningful way. They yeah. got to this guy before you did and uh and they they left this calling card for you and that's absolutely the the blue peacock feather was the like, "Hey, we did this." The <laughs> the children of the peacock or whatever they call themselves. <laughs> Weird and rude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. So everybody gets an experience for that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, even me? Rad. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, these are, we're asking, we're asking these about the players, right? Like mm -hmm. it's the, the experience system in this is meant to reward you for showing us things about your character and for like following the game's general structure. So, yes, you, right. you get it as a player because mm -hmm. you learn it. So, uh, did you express a unique aspect of your class, race, or background? 
your character. I think Winnegar did with Winnegar did for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then did you express your connection to your guild in a meaningful way? Uh, Road definitely did. And I think Tack did as well. Um, because Tack's response to the dead body was like that, that whole situation, you were just so Golgari, right? You're like, yeah. So what? They've got a bunch of teeth in a jar. Everybody's got jars of teeth at home. Just... Yeah, and Tack is not suspicious of Road at all, just because like it's a dead body. Like we asked Road to get rid of the dead body, and yeah. she did. If they the had problem. given, if they had given you the body, and you knew of a Golgari way of getting rid of the body faster, you would have done it, right? Like, yeah, it's just or a I would have set thing. it on fire. Like, what's the problem? Yeah mulch the thing it doesn't matter yeah yeah okay. like who cares whose house she dropped a dead body in a dumb wheelbarrow off that <laughs> thank you and we got free money like it's all win-win mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay cool uh and then did your alignment complicate your character's life in an interesting way <laughs> blindly trusted winnegar into a locked room in the heart <laughs> Of the prison district. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Yeah. Acting without thinking. That's very chaotic neutral. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to take this point. I'm going to take this point. Okay. <coughs> Sounds good to me. Cool, cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think let me do a level check. What's everybody's level at right now? Torgor, you're seven? I just made it to eight. So, Torgor's eight. Okay. So, Winnegar, you, you need a tick up too. So, let me remind myself. So Winnegar, level seven, and Torgor, level eight, and then is it uh, plus road? four or five? Plus four. to level up four. Yeah, your level plus, plus four. four. Yeah. Okay, so I'm at nine out of eleven points needed. Okay. All right. So you're almost level eight, and then attack. Yeah. Uh, what what level are you at right now? Uh, I turned seven last. Yes. Yeah. You and yeah, okay. So I need to upgrade you to seven as well. Okay. Cool. I'll yeah. do that after today's episode. So Excellent. I got three points, three whole points. Yeah. Cool. So we're we're still working out the details of now that Carlos is back. We're working on the details of the rest of the month because it's Christmas and and New Year's and all that stuff. So we'll figure out and we will post uh, probably on Twitter when our next episode will be to let you know. But between now and then, uh, everybody here is doing cool stuff. Let's let them tell you where you can watch those cool things. Let's start over here, Katie. Take it away. Hi, I'm Katie May. When oh. I'm not being a um, backstabbing uh, <laughs> player on uh, on Jace Miller Must Die, you can find me being a, um, a very mean dungeon master, apparently, if the messages I've been getting recently <laughs> mean anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. On Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice. It's a podcast. You can listen to it wherever podcasts are sold. Our Discord community is real good, too. Um, so you can head over to DungeonsDice.com to find all of that. It's real good. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, we'll go around. So, Carlos, when you go next? Yeah. Hey, everyone. My name is Carlos Luna. You can find me on all social media under Carlos Critz. Um, you could also find me on this channel Sundays at noon Central Standard Time for Rivals of Waterdeep. Yeah. But well, I should say, uh, m the New York Times <laughs> Rivals of Waterdeep. Uh. <laughs> is it? Is it this week that they're the the end of the week is the big rivals marathon? Yeah, cool. Yeah, they're doing they're starting a rivals marathon on Friday night, I want to say, and then it's going to play on Saturday and then uh, Sunday as well. Yeah, so, I'll be modding that. Nice. Do our uh, season finale um, is this Sunday. Actually. Nice, cool. 
exciting. Yeah, definitely check that out. If you're not already watching Rivals of Waterdeep, it's great. Go check it out. Uh, speaking of people doing cool things, uh, TK, please take it away. Hello. Uh, the notes are up. Thank um, you. It's me. It's TK. I write spooky stories. I put them on the internet. And if you like to read them, you can go to my website, tkjwrites.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, tkjoinsthefray. Sometimes I live tweet about <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movies. That's true. Uh, it's the worst. <laughs> Please. And my suffering. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a thing. What was that thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, my first adventure got published yesterday. It's part of the... Book of Seasons Solstices Anthology. Um, it's very cool if you like stories about politics and colonium, colonialism and brown people and ritual infanticide, then you will like that. And Rosemary's Baby. Sold. 100%. Buy it on DM Skilled. Or don't, whatever. I'm not your dad. <laughs> Wish you were. That'd be cool. <laughs> it's like so Rosemary's Baby, but but not directed by a dirtbag. Um... Mm -hmm. You're right, though. <laughs> like Rosemary's Baby, minus the worst part of it. Uh, cool. Thanks. Okay. Last but not least, Masood. Thanks for Masood. I know you weren't feeling great. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. Putting well, in the happy high to be energy, here, man. Thank uh, you for dealing with me. Take it away. Uh, hey, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Maroodboy. M A H R U D E B O I. Um, someone tweeted about Rook Slade in a very terrific manner that really brought me so much joy. Uh, so you can find all content related to the stuff that I'm doing with tabletop role-playing games and comedy, uh, both of those sources. But yeah. Excellent. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, this has been our, uh, this has been our, our episode of today's episode number 30. Thank you for coming. Uh, if you are not already uh, aware, uh, if you want to listen to the podcast version uh, of this uh, this episode, uh, you can find it on Spotify and on other places where you can listen to podcasts. I get it recommended to me every time I open Same. Spotify. They're like, "Hey, do you want to listen to Jace Bellerin Must Die?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do. I'll just spend two, three hours listening to myself." <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll just I'll just uh, flip through it real quickly. Yeah, like exactly. I'll, I'll put on an episode and I'll be like, "Let's fast forward 15 minutes. Are we this funny?" Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can you can definitely check that out. Um, it's it's interesting. The Jay Speller Must Die of all the all the shows we do, it's the one that the podcast is the is the most popular version of. So that's cool. If you're listening yeah. to this on podcast, thanks. That's thanks. fun. Thank cool. Hi, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Oh, we're we trying to angle for an so NPR. Oh, slot thank now. you so much. We're so happy to have you listening <laughs> right now. That's well, what they came. For. It was good. <laughs> There's nowhere to go from here but down. So thanks for going, everybody. We will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Cool. Bye. Bye, guys.